ghosts and gravekeepers, masters and apprentices, you are now tuned in to the Disney Holic Show. Hello and welcome to the Disney Holic Show. That's Mike TV. And that's Jen Diz. Today, we travel to a galaxy far, far away to review Star Wars Night. Things get spooky as we discuss new offerings at Halfway to Halloween and some exciting Disney Park updates. I need to hear everything about May the 4th, specifically your Star Wars After Dark, Disneyland After Dark Star Wars night, because I had so much FOMO watching (laughs) your Instagrams. It looked like so much fun. Yeah, I feel like you're either supposed to be there or I feel like you just were there because sometimes (laughs) we like we were really good this time. Like I was like super busy and I was like. Can you help me with some reels? I would send stuff your way. We were like super involved, even though you weren't physically there. However, can you just come out to all of these things, please? I was thinking about it, and I was like, wait, why didn't I? Why didn't I think <laughs> of this one? Um, and I remember back in the day, pre-pandemic, these After Dark things were hard for us, especially you, right? Because they're like weekdays, and they were they're hard to get down always on like a there. Wednesday or a Thursday. Yeah. I can never do them. Yeah, this is another thing I'm going to add to my list of reasons to move to L.A. Because I would go to every single one of these if I could just roll over after work, right? Like, that's a whole other story. But taking, like, three or four days off of work to go to an event at Disneyland is a little rough. But I went ahead and splurged and did this one. Um, This time I actually was invited by someone who had tickets from 2020 when it was supposed to be. Oh, okay. So this all makes sense now, too, then, because I don't remember, like, any... um uh rabid like trying to get the tickets a couple months ago or anything like that oh yeah Yeah, that was still there but not for me so you didn't hear it directly (laughs) from me (laughs) yep um so yeah so it was a lot of fun i definitely wish you were there um i think you should definitely come to the next one because it was a ton of fun so how cool technology how far it's come that you're able to send me what you see with your eyeballs. And then I was able to quickly turn around and make these Instagrams for us. Yeah, it was um, super fun. It was like a good partnership for that. Yeah, I was, like, it was, hey, I, had, I had a lot cool. of fun. It, it made me feel like I was part of it. Yes, yes, exactly. So you were there in spirit for sure. Um, so I did go with uh, two of my really good friends, Yvonne and Claudia. Shout out to you guys. Hey. hey. Um, and we had this plan for quite some time. We had been figuring out our costumes together over a group text for months now, it feels like. Um, And then the day was finally here. We're like, oh, man, this is it. This is our big moment that we've been so excited about for months. So it was really cool to also, like, just have a a group to get excited with the entire time because then it feels like such a a bigger experience once you get to it. And then an extra bonus, uh, Lisa, the happiest vegan on earth, she posted like a couple days before that she has a ticket and doesn't have a group to go with. So I was like, Lisa, like come join us. So that was a nice added surprise. We had the four of us at the actual event. And then we also met up with Danny and Coco at the event too. So we, we were like girl power rolling through Star Wars night. That was pretty, pretty awesome. I love that. Yeah. 
So where to start? First of all, um, like I said, I was with Yvonne and Claudia and we had our three costumes that we figured out. And I just want to quickly mention that because it's always fun. Um, I did Empress Ray, So I was like Dark Ray. some people call her. As if she had actually gone to the dark side, which most of us pretty much wanted to see at least for a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, we, we wanted did. a little more of a taste of that. <laughs> um, and then we had uh, Yvonne; she was R two D two, and we had Claudia, who had the most amazing costume, and to the point where nobody even gazed at us for half a second because she was the star of the show, <laughs> stopped all the traffic. She was dressed as Ahsoka Tano, and she was a amazing like such a she good costume. She looks so good and she She's looked so just good. just as great as which I'm, I'm sure you're going to tell us about but she looked just as great as the actual Ahsoka Um person. She looked better than the actual Ahsoka <laughs> and I will talk about that in just a few. <laughs> it was a yeah it was a whole thing. Um, Alright so want to talk about the line situation real quick because I think this is a good tip and it definitely isn't going to be the same every time however this was our experience so I thought I'd share. So we had our magic keys, right? So the ticket for the Disneyland After Dark event, you get into the park without a reservation. You don't have to have a ticket that day or a reservation if you have a magic key card or key pass. Um, I don't even know what to call it still. I'm like, Mag- magic key magic, card. Whatever. Magic key pass. I'm a magic key fob. Like, what yeah, do we magic call key pass. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can get in earlier if you're actually have a regular reservation versus the people with just the after dark ticket have to wait till six to get in right so we're oh, like okay well obviously we're going to go in earlier and get into line before they even open the gates to get our credentials for the event right so we're like this is awesome we're the best we are so smart let's do this so we <laughs> we got ready at the hotel took an Uber to the Disneyland Hotel and then walked through the gates at Downtown Disney and took the monorail in. However, we got stopped at the gates. It was a freaking nightmare. The guy would not let Ahsoka, a.k.a. Claudia, into the party at all. He was like, your face paint is a no-go. You have to take this much percentage of it off your face or whatever. They had all these details. And, of course, he was saying, like, it's in the guidebook or whatever. And then she's like, can you show me? Because I looked, we like did our due diligence and made sure our costumes were okay before we go. And then she spent forever getting ready and doesn't have anything with her to fix it once she's there. Um, and of course he's like, I don't have it with me. And we're like, well, then too bad. Like, what do you mean? You can't just tell me something random. So it was a big thing. We were fighting with him for a while. Being very nice and polite, but it was a fight nonetheless. Um, and then all of a sudden a suit walked over, which we like to call people that are like the manager's manager usually, right? Yeah. They're the people that are dressed nicely and they have the name badge on still. This woman came over and she goes, is there something like what's going on over here? And he's like, oh, we can't let her in because of her face paint. And she just looks at her and she goes, she's good. Just like that. There you she's go. good. <laughs> we're like, okay, we grabbed all her shit and walked in. We're like, Done. That suit the knew craziest. what's up. Wait, so this is over by the monorail, not the the Disneyland entrance. Correct. Yeah. So we went on oh. the downtown Disney entrance. Yep. What a stickler that guy. Yeah, he's a much very much so a stickler. But the craziest part about it was like a minute into it, I just like was so frustrated. I'm like, oh my god, this is such 
going to be, it's going to ruin the night, right? Because it's going to, like, we're all so excited, and then it's just this big stop sign. Yeah, and then you face. have that, like, anxiety and the shakes inside of Yeah, and then it's like, oh, no one's happy about it. It's just, like, kind of a gross feeling, especially because we've been planning these costumes forever, and then poor, like, our star of the show over here is going to have to go take it all off. Like, it just was, like, lame. Um, and I looked at the guy, and I realized it was the same guy that we had when I was there with Lisa for a Oogie Boogie Bash. And then he wouldn't let her in because with of her With her, her WandaVision mask. Scarlet Witch mask. Yep. Same exact guy. And he was wrong that time, too. Yeah. Which like, isn't oh really God, even a mask. It's, it's a headpiece. It's like a headpiece. The yeah. only problem was it with, that he was claiming was considered a helmet is because so it comes down on our cheek. Yeah. That's like saying if you wore an Elvis wig that it's a mask because it's mutton right. chops. That's not fair. <laughs> Right, exactly. And they're saying, or like, what if I just have a beard? Like, what if I actually have normal sideburns? Can I not cut? Like, it's the same thing. What the heck? Like, their whole idea of not wearing masks makes sense. It's because you don't want to have your identity obscured, right? That makes sense. People do shady shit. So, like, we want to see her face. But she's, she just has face paint on. She still looks like a human. Like, you can see her facial <laughs> yeah. details. Are they, are they expecting, like, bank robberies to take place? I mean, they have <laughs> other things they need to worry about. <laughs> By someone in a full-on Ahsoka Tano, like, cosplay yeah, if anything, headpiece. Like, she's going to be the one to, like, rob the It's easier to find them <laughs> than it is otherwise. It'd be you in your Star Wars t-shirt. That's your... That's what you do for your cosplay. So it'd be you that'd be robbing the place. <laughs> yeah, you'd want to blend in with everybody else. Right, versus, exactly. Oh, geez, Louise. Oh, my gosh. So anyways, so we got past that, got in, we're good. And then we got up to Monorail and we got super excited because we're like past that drama, ready to go. We get in line over at um, the Starcade is where they're doing the credentials inside the park. So we're like, cool, we beat the rush of the front gates. We don't want to mess with that. Everyone's lining up that gets in at 6 we get inside. We were in the sun in a line that was an hour and a half long. Oh, just to get the credentials. Just to get your credentials. And this does not eat into your Star Wars nighttime? No, because the actual event doesn't even start till 9 p.m. Okay. So we're good on that. But in What hour were you waiting half, for just to get through or they weren't <laughs> opening it? It was an operations logistical nightmare inside there. Once we got inside, we saw like it was just a hot mess. So Disney, get your shit together. We kept saying that. We're like, get your shit together, Disney. Like you've done this a million times. What is even going on? Like there was a point where we're getting our wristbands and like there was like six workers with their iPads and like none of them were like looking at us. And so I walked up to this lady and I was like, does anybody want to give me a wristband? Like, hello, we're ready to go. It's like the fifth step. And that's the final one is to get the wristband, then I can leave. So I was like, can somebody please wrap this thing around my wrist? Anyway, super frustrating. But the funny part about it, or not funny part, but here comes the tip. Lisa did not have a reservation, and she only had the after dark ticket, right? So she couldn't get until 6. She parked at Toy Story parking lot and was in with her credentials, I think, at 540. So she, it was before they were even supposed to allow them in. And took her 40 minutes total from the time she parked her car to get her oh. credentials. Meanwhile, it took us an hour and a half just in line for the credentials early. So 
I would say, try, you know, try not to be such a cool guy like we were and get there yeah, before they, everybody else. They weren't, they weren't anticipating all these cool people coming early. Right. Like everybody, everybody is thinking the same thing that we're thinking. It sounds so. a lot like Disneyland is turning into Disney World. I wonder if it's because there's so many new cast members or new hires. Like yeah, I don't know. It, it was a hot mess. It Yikes. was a hot mess. And there was so many things we had to do. Like we had to give them our we had like scan our tickets off our app and then we had to get a neckband from somebody else and a wristband from another person and a thing from another it's just like can you not just like have a thing to hand us i don't know it was just a lot of waiting for a lot of nothing and then on top of that what they did inside the starcade so all like the line was all the way in front of the tomorrowland theater then it went down by the side of the theater it came back up like, almost all the way down to those restrooms where Space Mountain comes out. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, okay, yeah. So down there, loops back up. Then you go into the Starcade. Then you go through switchbacks in there. Get all your five things for credentials. And then on the way out, they have two photo ops. One is pretty massive. It was the Jabba's Palace one. Uh-huh. So that's like a big popular That's thing. the one the where one... when you posted it. I could have sworn I saw him moving. I was like, is that a, a giant animatronic <laughs> that they rolled out for this thing? But it was really cool looking from, from One could dream. Yeah, I yeah, know. It was really cool. So they had that in there. And then they had the Sarlacc pit one as well, where it looks like you're walking out over the top of a Sarlacc pit. And like, it was all cool. But like, why would you put two massive photo things right at the end of a line? So that it just like stops, right? Because yeah. everybody has to stop and take their photos. Oh my gosh. It was crazy. So anyways, that's all bad stuff. But after we were done with that, we were then exhausted because we had been standing in the sun for an hour and a half. And they're like, we need food. So we went and got some food. We did Hyperspace Mountain. It was like a whole day of planning for all these big things. And like hardly any of them happened. But guess what? We still had a freaking blast, which is like the best part. So that's, I guess, the best tip for any of these things is it really depends on the group of people you're with. Right? Like end of story. Like it. It really just depends on the group vibe and like how what you guys want to do and how flexible you can be, because like most of the stuff we planned we didn't do. Um, one of them was to do all of the Star Wars related rides before the event started because we oh. don't want to waste our time of special you event doing the rides. You only got hyperspace, right? right? Huh? And, and you were only able to get on hyperspace. Only hyperspace. Wow. We want to do hyperspace star tours and rise and Millennium Falcon. Oh, None I forgot all about the other hyperspace. side of the park. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, like four Star Wars attractions. We did one. So, <laughs> whoops to that. Hey, well, that's that's the limited edition one. Exactly. See, go. that's the new one. It was the one everyone's excited about. Um, but yeah, so we didn't get to do that. And then I guess the rest of that was kind of that was kind of just the beginning waiting for the party to start then at nine o'clock we actually caught the moment where they announced like like this is the time like welcome padawans or whatever the heck they said jedis whatever said welcome to star wars night blah 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 so that was super exciting to just like kind of kick it off sometimes i feel like i've missed those moments before like where it actually starts i'll be like in a building or something somewhere but we got to be out on main street we were actually there waiting in line already for one of our first meet and greets. So that was kind of what we did for the evening was focus on the meet and greets because we really like the character interactions, yeah. right? Like a whole group. So that's where we started. We um, we got to meet Captain Rex. <coughs> Excuse me. 
<clears throat> excuse me, sorry, Captain Rex and Seventh Sister from Rebels and Clone Wars. Oh, cool. And yeah, and like, it was really funny because I wasn't super excited about them because I am not a, I'm not hugely into those. However, one of the people in our party was. I was really excited about the Ewoks, and then I saw the pictures of the Ewoks and realized they were all the way over by Splash Mountain. I'm like, let's just go see Captain. Wait, Rex. so it's they fine. were over by where we keep saying they should add Ewok Village? Yes, <laughs> that's yes. cute. That's very. They cute. were. It was very cute. Uh, but they looked a little crazy, which I'm sure I'll post some pictures of later. But wow. <laughs> I, so, yeah. I didn't notice. Like, I'm just so excited as the outsider. I didn't <laughs> notice that the Ewoks looked weird. <laughs> I'll tell you a little more about that later. But <laughs> um, So we met Captain Rex, Seven Sister. And then we met the Tusken Raiders, which is probably one of my favorite meet and greets, which is so cute. Um, we walked over and there was two of them out. And... You know how they do like character swaps, right? And since they're the Tusken Raiders and they're a whole like group, it doesn't you don't have to like hide one of them to bring out another one because there's more than more than one. Yeah. So they'd bring out the other two who are swapping and then they would do that dance that they did in the uh, book of Boba Fett. That's so cool. With the arms up and so everything. Cool. And... Well, like the remember how they're doing the dancing around the campfire thing? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that. It's like it very like, like tribal Yes, things. exactly. And they were doing that when we walked up. I'm like, oh, my God, that is so cool. So we got to see that. And then we got in line. And that was like a pretty good line. I think it was about 30 minutes. So still a little lengthy, but not too crazy. So we met them. Super fun. Um, And then who else did we meet? Oh, the Ewoks. So (laughs) I'll tell you about the Ewoks. This was at the very end of the night. We're kind of like, let's just go for it. We all want to meet the Ewoks. Let's roll. So we go all the way over there. The line was an hour plus long they said it's over an hour and we're like well there's nothing else really to do all the food stuff was done it was like super late the thing went till one in the morning so like it's already already past midnight so let's just wait it out so we did and we got up to the front it's already like 1 15 in the morning like they let us go over and we were like maybe six or seven people from the end of the line and then a woman comes out a suit again and she goes it's like maybe three more people until our turn to meet the Ewoks. And she goes, minimum or maximum of three photos per per group, no hugs or anything. And we're like, what? So they're trying to like rush you out. And I'm wow. like, girl, we just waited like an hour and 15 minutes to meet these stupid Ewoks and we at least get a hug. And so we go in there and there's three of us. And so it's just naturally taking longer for us to prepare. So I go over and I go to give an Ewok a hug and they straight pushed me off and gave me a thumbs up the ewok did oh wow they were taught <laughs> and trained disciplined they were scared of that it suit. was embarrassing i was embarrassed i was like oh my god i just got dissed by an ewok like what the heck and I was as like, you were doing so it sorry. did you know you were defying the suit or did you forget no i honestly it was just like naturals like we we're <laughs> like i was waiting for one of our girls in our group to like put their light- lightsaber away or something and we're just kind of standing there so i was like hey and like went to go give him a little hug and he was like nope thumbs up instead wow. and, I was like, wow. and they were definitely hugging people before you Yes. That's yeah. not fair. Like right before us. Like oh, a couple come people on, Ewok. And there's only like 10 of us left altogether. It was ridiculous. So anyways, not a super fun ending of the night experience, but altogether it was super magical. Doesn't matter. Like all that stuff doesn't even matter because we just had so so much fun. 
Um, another couple things. We missed a bunch of meet and greets. Uh, we missed Ezra and Sabine, which were oh. from Rebels. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, and then uh, we missed the Jawas. We were actually in line for the Jawas, and we ditched them to go meet Darth Maul and the Emperor. Because I didn't know that he was out. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. The, I did not know. At the stage, right? That's the I saw... Um so much video of those while you were there and right yeah it just so looked he was so there. badass that's yeah. the kind where they would like do stunts on the stage while you take pictures in front of them or how did that work a little bit so um like darth maul he was probably one of the best character actors i've ever seen like seriously he was like he never stood still he was like perfectly poised as far as like what darth maul would be like he was like kind of even when he was like Posing for a picture, he was like left to right, left to right. Yes, like, like a video game like character. Pulsating. Exactly. Standing yep. still. <laughs> yep. Exactly. He must be like and a he dancer. He just had like a snarl on his face. Yeah. And he, oh, he was Maybe a martial ass. artist or something. Even when yeah, he, he would pose with people, he would like do a move and then end his pose and then keep bouncing. So cool. Yep. Oh, that's just so cool. It was that yeah, was Darth Maul. That was actually impressive. Yeah. Um, and then the Emperor was super creepy. People were joking around saying that the um the witch from Snow White, <laughs> they just used her costume face. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you know, I, was like, no, so no. I I didn't see the thing. I didn't see the resemblance, but it's very scary. I thought he was very creepy. The way he, he like was very creepy. Slow moved around and like would look at your camera. <laughs> yep. He like he did the lightning hands at us when I was like blowing him a kiss and he just went Tsh, like yeah. that. <laughs> I was like, uh oh, he just killed me, like KO'd. Um and then uh Darth Vader was there as well and the imperial guards so it was like kind of a big stage darth maul and the emperor kind of swapped out but darth vader was there the whole time however they didn't like you didn't get to go stand with them so it almost felt back to covid okay like routine um but the coolest part about that was that the line was like an hour and a half long and we're just like we don't want to do it it's too long it's too crazy but we went over by the side and they kept coming over on the side of the stage and while we weren't right in front of them we were having like interactions with them like full on like i said how i'm blowing kisses and they're yeah doing stuff back like eye contact and everything so we almost got just as good of a meet and greet as we would have if we waited in line there you go the only exception would be if you got to go on stage and take a picture with them like up next to them but you didn't so it was like we kind of felt like we got away with it there. <laughs> That's even better. And and then that way you don't get force pushed away from the emperor if you try to hug him. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> totally. So so keep an eye out for that. And I actually almost want to think that my next trip, I might want to just sneak those interactions from the side and then do other stuff. Because there was so much stuff I didn't get to do, even though the photo op or the character meet and greets are my favorite thing to do. Um. It's still like I missed everything else. We didn't have any food, not one thing. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't do any of the photo ops. And I found out later that they had a trash compactor photo op, which would be pretty cool. What? So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Right? So there's a lot of cool stuff at all these events. You can pick and choose from what you want to do. Um, however, definitely will never get to do all of it. And that's like when it comes into like logistics. Like, is there a way that Disneyland can make this so we can? do it all all at once you know like we're talking about um mickey's house in toontown how they essentially have four mickeys all at the same time that you can don't tell me that there's only one mickey mouse i mean (laughs) he just like 
he just somehow runs from house Actually, to house I really quickly. I don't think I knew that. I don't think I knew that. I think maybe I thought two or as an assumption, but I didn't know there was that many. That's I think there's four. Smart. Well, hold on. There's a Steamboat Willie Room, a marching band, Mickey. There's... Oh, so you I'm might even get it. a different type of Mickey. Yeah, they even have the different sets, right? Oh, that's so... right. That's like his little movie studio. Yeah. It's either three or four. I can't remember, but there's definitely multiple. And it's very smart. Um, yeah. And then especially with like the Tuscan Raiders or the Ewoks, can they not just have six of them out with three different photo stops? Bob Paycheck, good luck with that. They're still making the same amount Come of money on. and you're getting half the experience. They don't care. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, I do want to look up. These are how they've always been, uh, even pre Bob Paycheck. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. Pre pre JPEG. I need to look up photos later. I want to see more stuff about Ezra. I did not know Ezra Bridger was there. That's very cool. Yeah, the Ezra and Sabine were both like face characters. So we, I we feel saw like I've never seen by, but... a live action Ezra ever. I don't think so. That's yeah, I don't cool. think so either. And we haven't seen an Emperor yet either. So that was also a first. Yeah, that's. I still that's think really that's cool. so creepy. Like just the. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can picture it. His like folded skin melting off his face. And Ew. I, I was Empress Ray, so I was like, dang it! If I had known he was here, I would have gone there first. Oh. And like been like, Grandpa or something. <laughs> Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. Right. Thumbs up. Um. All right, so the, uh, the rest of the night was, like, kind of, like, catching things by surprise. Like, we had just finished at one of our, our two first meet and greets, and we head to Main Street to go meet the um, uh, Tuscan Raiders, and we accidentally, randomly ended up on Main Street right when the fireworks happened. So we got to see the fireworks oh, show. Oh, that's always beautiful, a nice little Yeah, surprise. yeah, it was really cool. And then right after that, they started the, like, dance party thing. So, like, that was happening, which was super weird. They're playing, like... I don't even know some of these pop stars from the Disney Channel music. And I'm like, this is so off-putting at Star Wars night. <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> that is very weird. Why? Um, I think they were mixing some Star Wars like remixes every so often, but could use a little more there. But still, everyone's seen that. Like, There's a lot of people dancing out there and a lot of people enjoying that. <laughs> I used to love when Tomorrowland would play like the John Williams scores at night. Oh, oh yeah so pretty Aww. like the leia theme would come on and you just feel so like calm and i had like a moment nice. with that before i was by myself and i had like a really bad day and i the leia song started playing as in tomorrowland i was just like ah everything is good <laughs> <laughs> i love that oh uh, imagine how cool moments. it would be and i was thinking of this when i was watching people's stories at the at the after dark party imagine how cool it would be to have an entire land Based on Star Wars with all those characters that you got to see. Yeah. Seriously. Right? <laughs> that they, Star Wars land that we all wanted to I really <laughs> think they screwed up there. I mean, look at the lines for those characters. These are the characters that I, I think a lot of people expect to see when they go to Galaxy's Edge that aren't into the Disney parks. They're probably so 100%. confused. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> The Jawas the thing, thing is when they, too. Like, all those things. I, I would love to walk into these sets. Oh, my God. That, the Jawas were so hmm. cute. That was another character interaction that I had from afar. And they were, like, they're, like, making fun of the... They're right across from the Tusken Raiders. So they're, like, making fun of them. Like, you know that thing that Tusken Raiders do where they put their things above their head and they're... Rawr, rawr, yeah. rawr, rawr, whatever. And then they were, like, like mocking them, the Jawas. <laughs> it was really cute and funny. Um, but it was funny that you brought up uh, Batu because they did have like you know character meet and greets in Batu as well. 
But their their list is like BB-8, Kylo Ren, V. Marathi, Chewbacca, and Rey. It's like the people that we can see. Oh, they're normally there, yeah. Yeah, except for, I don't think BB-8's out hardly ever. But the rest of them, they're always there. So we're like, okay, I guess we're not hanging out in Batuu during Star Wars night. (laughs) Wait. Like, why didn't they bring those other ones? So, yeah, that's so backwards. Um, (laughs) BB-8 is part of the timeline. So I'm realizing we're kind of stiffed that they don't have a permanent bb-8 meet and greet very true at batu like with poe dameron or something why don't they have that very true yeah there's no poe dameron either why have why not why do we not have a poe dameron it's really weird bb-8 is sometimes at launch bay in disney world i think did he ever come to yeah he's just like a standstill thing remember that yeah it's cute yeah they should do something at least with him Uh, but anyway um let me see what else I have here. Oh, speaking of Batu, they did have the lightsaber meet up there, and that was crazy. It was ten thirty. We barely made it after the uh, Tuscan Raiders. We ran over to Batu. We walk in. We have our lightsabers up, ready to go. And it, we were so far backed up that we. Do you remember? Okay, the Millennium Falcon. While you're walking towards it, it has like a big archway that you have to go through, and then it's like the big reveal of the Falcon. We couldn't even make it through the archway. It was so backed up with people. There were just like thousands of people there with their lightsabers, which was super, super wow. cool. Right? Yeah, but you definitely need to get there early for that if you want to get anywhere up to like where you see Ray. She like says this whole thing. She tells us when and to... Oh, she had everybody turn off their lightsabers and then turn them back on at the same time. That's so cool that they have Ray part of it. Does she normally come out when they have these sort of non-official lightsaber meetups? I don't think so, no. Hmm. No, it's just like photo past people. It's so cool to see everybody hold up these colorful lightsabers. Yeah, it was so cool. Lisa took a great picture. I'm going to ask her if I can share it because it was beautiful. Like her phone just caught all the colors. Like a lot of phones, lightsabers seem to turn kind of white in them like faded colors but she had like vibrant rainbow colors everywhere it was really pretty oh yeah so super cool pretty moving really cute um and then i guess the last thing i want to mention about the night is just like some of my favorite things so my favorite costume of the night of course 
goes to Claudia for her Ahsoka Tano costume. Bow down. But I also have to give a runner-up to Max Rebo, who we saw waiting in line for a damn credentials. <laughs> and if you guys aren't familiar with Max Rebo, he is one of the alien characters that plays the piano in Jabba's Palace. And I am wondering, actually, pretty sure Captain Neo ripped it straight out of Star Wars because it came out first, right? And they're both Lucasfilm. It's both Lucas, and it looks just like Hooter from Captain EO, and he's also playing a piano, so I'm just saying. <laughs> and when but you this sent, girl had this great costume. You sent me the huh? picture. I was like, wait, is that Star Wars? Because I did think for a oh, second. Oh, yeah, that was so funny. You're like, is this Star Wars or Captain EO? Like, you even caught it yourself. Yeah. And I was like, that's what I was just saying. So funny. Um, so, yeah, she was super adorable. And I randomly came across her on TikTok yesterday. And I was like, hey, that's that girl. <laughs> that's oh, cool. cute. We got to send her or tag her the video we made. So um, I also included, so people check out our Instagram. There's a really funny Max Rebo uh, claymation skit that they did. Oh, yeah. On Kid Ro- not Ki- I was going to say Kid Robot. That's that toy line. Um, yeah. Robot Chicken on Adult Swim Cartoon oh. Network. Yeah, with like Seth Green That's and all those guys. Cuts. It's hilarious. Yeah, so you got to check that hilarious. out. And I, you know me, I love my obscure characters. So I saw her, I'm like, dude, that's brilliant. Like, it's perfect. And she just had this, like, I think she said she used a, um inflatable, like, like a life-saving device kind of thing that she put around her waist, like a fanny pack thing almost, and she built the piano on top of it. So she just gets to carry it like a waist belt. <laughs> that's but it's like, <laughs> like a piano. It was so... Freaking cute and cool. Oh, my God. I loved her so much. Um, anyway, so those are my two favorite costumes of the night. And then my favorite moment, and I'm going to share a clip here for you guys to hear it because it's kind of funny. But I still have yet to have a hug from a character since they've brought hugs back, right? I just haven't had one yet. And Chewbacca, when we were standing in Galaxy's Edge, he walked by me, and I knew he was leaving. Like, he was headed off stage or whatever. So I don't want to bother him, but I yelled out. And I was like, Chewie, I want you to be my my first character hug. I can't wait for the day. Like, I was just letting him know. I just wanted to say it. And then he, like, stops. And he turns around. And he runs over to me and gives me the most insane Chewbacca hug. It was so cute. He, like, grabbed me. And he was, like, shaking me, like, hugging me so tight and, like, kind of, like, like oh shaking me. Oh, my goodness. Me. It was so funny. And I was screaming the whole time. So with that said, <laughs> here's his audio. <laughs> I want you to be my first character hug. I'm excited for the day. Is it right now? It's right now! <laughs> oh my god, my first hug! Oh, I love you, Chewy! <laughs> oh my god, that's the best! <laughs> Force be with you. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. That's a, a galactic galactic equivalent to a bear hug. <laughs> exactly <laughs> a walking carpet hug we'll call it that oh so cute but yeah that like kind of made my life at that moment i was like this is the best thing ever um but yeah so star wars night i would again suggest everyone going to these events i know they're hard they're expensive they're middle of the week like totally sucks but there's just it's very like a uh, custom made like you can't do this on a normal disney day and or anywhere else so like right. if you're really into any of these things that they bring up i say go ahead and splurge and go to them because you just can't do it another way there's no other option so it's not like somewhere else does it better so <laughs> might as well do it at disneyland well i love that these are all back these disneyland f 
Disneyland After Dark, and then they add a theme at the end. Is that what these events are like? They call it. Yeah, so it's always Disney After Dark, and then they'll have, like, this one was called Star Wars Night. Then they'll have, like... Um, Grad Night Reunion is coming up. Yeah, right? they have that one coming up. <laughs> they have, like, uh, they had, like, an 80s night. They had a 90s night. They had... Date Night. Um, Thank you, Date Night. I was, like, couples. I kept wanting to say Couples Night or Valentine's, but it was called Date Night at Disneyland. Oh, so cute. These are cute. Um... And that was, like, Valentine-themed. And they had all the couples come out, all the, like, Disney couples. It was very cute. So highly recommended. I would spend the money next time as well and take the day off because it's just, like, it's just so fun. I can't help it. Uh, So anyways, with that said, speaking of special events, we heard a little more news about some other things returning to the parks with the Halfway to Halloween news that came out. Um, first up was that they announced that Oogie Boogie Bash is returning Woo-hoo. to California Adventure this year. So excited about that. However, they did not tell us yet when the tickets are coming out. So we have to wait for those because that's one of those moments where you have to fight for those tickets. Yeah. You have to get in there pretty quick. So we'll update you guys for sure when we hear more details on that. They did um, announce tickets for... Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. So over on the west, oh sweet, on the east coast, Disney World, um, their Halloween party is returning in full force. So it's no longer going to be the after dark version at Disney World. It's going to be the full on Mickey's Halloween party. It returns August twelfth, so very early Halloween season. That is still summertime technically, and tickets for those go on sale very soon, May twelfth this week. So if you plan on going to uh-huh. Disney World for Halloween, you want to make sure you get your tickets. We actually have Disney Vacation Club um, rooms booked for around that time, so that's excited. So we can go, but we need to get tickets. So hopefully we'll be able to get those on May twelfth this week. I'm very excited. Wow, I am excited too. I was just thinking like, oh my God, you and I have to also talk before Thursday about what actual date we want to pick. <laughs> right. Well, technically, Shoot. technically we are only there for one available night, I think, and that is Halloween oh. night. That's the main night, which is the hardest Look one to get, you. but probably the coolest one to be at. So we'll see. Yes. Um, I always love Halloween night for everything. Like it. Right, it'll well. be good. It'll be good. We're going to get it. We're going to get it. We're going to put it out oh, there. Oh, we didn't do that last time that we had, not last time, but we had um, November 1st booked before, right? Yeah, they extended right. it outwards past the 31st last, or that was a couple of years ago now. It was like um, Yeah, this one, the final one is the 31st, so that's actually a good clarification. Gotcha. And last time we did, um, we were able to squeeze in Universal Horror Nights when we did that's that right we too. did that on yeah. actual halloween huh yeah i think that's what it was Ooh, so cool spooky some other news that came out was about the haunted mansion movie which kind of caught us all by surprise Ooh. um i know it's so it's you know we're all expecting it to be one thing and now it's become this new thing that we're learning about and i kind of posted about it just to hear your guys' thoughts. So we have some responses from our Instagram followers that I just wanted to read off here. And I just left the board open. I'm like, what are your thoughts about this announcement today about the Haunted Mansion film? And we had some people saying, well, let's see, Brandy, she said, finally. And I feel you <laughs> right. on that one because <laughs> this has been teased to us for quite some time. Claudia said she just put like a laughing, crying face. Like that's all the emotions that we can even fathom right now. It's just like, <laughs> what the heck? 
Um, Jlas33 said, more like spooky or dookie, question mark, and then a little ghost in poop emojis. <laughs> and then we have the people who are thinking in the positive light. Like Goofy says, we shall see. And Pamela, Disney fan, said, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I haven't seen a trailer yet. So waiting for the trailer, as Jess Quo also said, waiting for the trailer first. So fine, you guys, fine. Um, <laughs> I like Nick's response. Second star to the right said, yes, in all caps. Always <laughs> so an optimist, that one. He's very optimistic. Um, and then Crystal at Disney said, as long as it's nothing like the Eddie Murphy one, hopefully it's okay, question mark. So Yikes. everyone seems a little hesitant, right? I mean, it's kind of <laughs> shaping up to be what seems like a, <laughs> just a, a redo of the Eddie Murphy one in terms of like tone and casting and, you know, I don't know. What do you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Like, I, that's my biggest fear now after reading the synopsis is, like, this is so similar to the first one, it sounds like. Like, the first one was also with a realtor, right? So it's just it's just a little too similar. I think it's supposed to be about a family who found this mansion for cheap for some strange reason. Strange, and they move it in all Strangely lose, right? affordable is the line strangely they affordable. use. Strangely affordable. But it is Disney rising star Rosario Dawson as the lead. So, I mean, there's a little bit of a, a sprinkling of hope here and there. I suppose. I, yeah. I was curious as to why they didn't... Because, um, like, this story doesn't seem... Like the Haunted Mansion we know, right? Like there's no family that's moving into this Haunted Mansion in Disneyland. Like we don't have that storyline. So it's not the Haunted Mansion's actual story. And then it's also not the Haunted Mansion record story. So the song and story from the Haunted Mansion is a 1969 record that was released even before Haunted Mansion actually opened. And their synopsis is... One night during a violent thunderstorm, two teenagers, Karen and Mike, were headed home from a date. As they were walking past a dilapidated old mansion, it began to rain down. Seeking shelter from the storm, they ran inside the mansion's front porch. Mike was eager to go inside, but Karen, despite wanting further shelter, was reluctant to do so. However, Mike managed to open the front door. So it's about these two teenagers, like, getting caught in a storm and getting stuck in this haunted mansion, right? Which... It's like another one of those stories we've heard a million times, but at least it's like the original one from the record. Like, <laughs> yeah, it has I some want, history, right? I want the movie that you were sort of hinting at, which is just about the Haunted Mansion. Right. Like, like do the story yeah. of our Haunted Mansion. Yeah. And, and like, like why the is it there? How did it get haunted? Like, I want to see all that versus somebody encountering it. Because we do that ourselves when we go to the park, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're there. We're not moving in. Nobody's moving in. They, in fact, <laughs> yeah. it's supposed to be a ghostly retreat, and none of us are ghosts, so... Yeah, and and this movie seems like a, just a cliche of every type of, like, um, sort of horror possession movie lately as well. So yeah, Owen Wilson yeah. plays a priest, and then we have right. Tiffany Haddish playing a psychic. I am not a fan of Tiffany Haddish. She just isn't <laughs> funny to me. And so throwing in, like, all these stars, it reminds me of just... It reminds me of when they um, do like a TV special, which I know people loved Haunted Mansion, totally. the Muppets one. So that's where this belongs, right? That kind of stuff can yeah. be there. Put all it the stars. It feels like and a forty-five minute movie or something. Yeah, totally. 
yeah, yeah, um, yeah. you named off all of the big hit stars on here, but except for one. Do you remember who it is? <laughs> yes. Danny DeVito as the crotchety historian. There we go. Why? <laughs> Why? I just want to know. I, I mean, I like some Danny of these DeVito. people separately. Okay, I like Rosario. I love Danny DeVito. I, I just don't Danny. want him in the <laughs> I like it. Just it just shows you that it's not even going to be taken seriously at all. With right, right, yep. with Owen, and Danny, what... and Tiffany in there. Right, and that's the hard part for me. Is like the Haunted Mansion is supposed to be funny, but like half of the attraction is not funny. It's spooky and beautiful. Like a lot yeah. of the Haunted Mansion is really pretty. So, like, can we also get some of that in there? Like, we don't have to always just make it a family fun comedy film, like cheesy whatever. So I'm pretty bummed out about it because I knew Guillermo del Toro, who was supposed to be doing it forever, would make that beautiful film. Like, I just know he's a mega Haunted Mansion fan, and he already makes these beautiful films. So, like, why would he not give it that justice, right? Um However, I did write some more information down about some of the other cast that's more on the back end of things. And it looks like our director is Justin Simeon. And they are the director for Dear White People, both TV series and the movie. But TV series is broken up by different episodes, right? So not all of them. Um, But also was the writer for Star Wars, the Lando miniseries coming up. So that's kind of cool. So they're very deep in Disney's pockets at the moment, right? Yeah, (laughs) that's interesting. Yeah, and then one thing I thought was pretty cool that I might get excited about is that the music is done by Chris Bowers, who is the um, person that assembled the music for Bridgerton. Wait, that's like left right. field. Okay, so they might have like <laughs> pop hits, but in orchestrated right. classical <laughs> like covers. Pipe organ. <laughs> like um, on, uh, what is that, the piano called? The pipe organ. Oh, is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pipe yeah. organ versions. <laughs> Interesting, as long as it's not like WAP or anything like that. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Now I want to hear that very badly. This wet um, would ass it be cool grave. That, like, spooky, this pretty wet version? ass grave. Like corny <laughs> ones. Oh, no. Come on. Don't change the words, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. And then I also noticed when looking through IMDb that Guillermo del Toro is on the lineup and he is the executive producer oh that happens i mean sometimes they still get a name on the project yeah so i'm like what exactly is his contribution is there a contribution you know producers are some weird yeah i don't even really understand it they'll be the producer which sounds like they produced it yet they're like didn't really do much a lot of times when it's an executive it's some sort of contractual thing and yeah 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 like a consultant well maybe maybe you did discover a good thing and maybe some of the script is from his original story treatment that would be nice right and maybe he helps them with like the landscapes or something i don't know but Regardless, uh, that made me a little excited. Um, and then I just have one question. Where the fuck is L- Ryan Gosling? What happened? <laughs> he was supposed to be in the Guillermo del Toro one. He's a mega Haunted Mansion fan. He should be in this film, yet he is not. And there are only 11 people on the roster, and it's already in post-production. So there's only 11 people that we're going to see this entire film. Isn't that yeah. weird? It's, and it came out in what, like March? I mean, it comes it's out coming in March. Out Coming out March 10th of 2023, yeah. That's less than a year away, yeah. They're they're locked and loaded. Locked and loaded, yep. So I can only cross my fingers. You guys know how much I, I love Haunted Mansion. <laughs> like, please don't mess it up twice. <laughs> <laughs> 
do it some justice here. But yeah. Are you excited about it? what would you what would you say as far as your excitement level? Uh I I was we were so excited about the Guillermo version for so long, waiting and waiting. <laughs> that this this just feels like a Disney Plus special to me. It's going to be fun, and I know we're going to make it fun. We have some ideas that we want to do around maybe the release of it. So it's going to be fun and Haunted Mansion-y, but not, yeah. it's not going to be like this Oscar award-winning <laughs> adaptation that I was hoping for, you know? Right. Oh, you know what I forgot to mention, too? And just another, and this doesn't even matter, but like Guillermo del Toro, when I was saying he's a mega Haunted Mansion fan, it's the level to where he purchased... The hatbox ghost that they created for one of the D23 expos. It was never used in the Haunted Mansion, but he owns the animatronic at his house. Like, he is mega level fan. Disney Hall Lick. We need to get him on the show. But. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Del Toro. Yeah. We're calling. I so, know. Come on, Dio Caramo. Final thoughts. You're going to wait. I mean, you got to see a trailer, right? Yeah. I really just. I don't see how they could come back from the storyline and make it good yeah. or like what I want it to be rather not necessarily good, but good for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just would love to see like a film about the mansion. We know instead of playing off of it all the time. And it just, the fact that we've already done it once, like why the heck are we making another one? That was such a massive flop. Like everybody talks about how bad that movie was. And yeah, here we like, are just doing it twice. It becomes like a running joke. Jeez Louise. Yeah. So like surprise me, Disney. That's all I, I have to say. <laughs> Sidebar uh, with attractions turning into movies. Back in the day, I want to say it was like 2012. They announced a uh, Matterhorn movie. What the heck happened to that? So I did some digging. <laughs> And it turns out that it was also going through development hell, like Haunted Mansion, and it kept changing. And the latest and greatest update on a Matterhorn movie is it's going to Disney Plus as a potential oh. series or movie that's bobsledding focused. So I that that also threw me off. I like is this now a sports movie or is it going to be right. about the the what monster, if it's like Cool Herald. Runnings 4 or something? Yeah, right? Cool Runnings on the Matterhorn. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, I, I hope I would want something where there's a creepy, spooky encounter with Harold, the abominable snowman, Please. but who knows what's going to happen now. At least it would be the first time for it. <laughs> well, the, the, the movie, movie right? that Matterhorn was based on which is also funny, is on Disney+. Plus. Um, oh. And anybody could check that out. So that's actually called, and I, I lost it. I had it up. Oh, yeah. So Third Man on the Mountain is the Walt Disney Productions movie that Matterhorn is based on. Um, but the ride actually opened right before the movie came out. But it goes back again, all the way back to the Walt days. There were always, there was always that corporate synergy. There was always IP. It just happens to be that we remember Matterhorn because the attraction was clearly more memorable than the movie. Uh, but look, right. even that was tied to a movie release. Wow. Yeah. Halloween, halfway to Halloween. So the news did not end with Haunted Mansion. Uh, they also talked about Halloween coming up on the Disney Cruise Line. And that every year is called Halloween on the High Seas. And they have special character opportunities that really make me want to go to <laughs> the Halloween cruise this year so badly, including uh, Disney characters in cute outfits, Hocus Pocus outfits, all kinds of fun stuff. 
Um, and I have FOMO already about that. FOMO before you can even know if you're going to go or not. <laughs> yes. I mean, I think it would be really fun to do a cruise during Halloween. I always like, I used to always want to do Halloween at home just because there was always so much to do, but I'm realizing in my adult life, it's like less and less things to that I actually get excited about doing for Halloween here and more at Disney that I just want to do. <laughs> so it's like, now I just want to leave. Yeah, you know, ever since I moved out of like where I grew up, like my family home, Halloween at home isn't that exciting because I don't get to give out candy. We don't really do that here. And then I'm now past that age where we would go out and party. So right. the, the most safe and practical way to have fun is at a Disney event. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's it. I love it. Did you mention, did I miss you mentioning the costumes exactly that are on the high seas? Ah, what specifically are you excited about? <laughs> there, I mean, there are three lovely ladies in costume on this attraction or this cruise. And they're, they're a bunch of Hocus Pocus. Oh, yes. The Hocus Pocus <laughs> theme costumes that I had mentioned are worn by <laughs> many. Did you mention it? I, I missed do. it somehow. Okay. I was just too excited. There was too much. I was word vomiting. Yeah. <laughs> um, Minnie, Daisy, and Clarabelle, right? Is that there? Yes. So cute. As the Hocus Pocus Sanderson sisters. And you can only see them on the freaking Disney Cruise Line, at least yeah. at this point. That's how they announced it. That is a, a big reason to go alone just because of that. You know, I was just talking about how much I love these character meet and greets. And I'm like, shoot, so they cute. got me. <sighs> well, um, speaking of getting me, there's also a ton of merch that came out for Halfway to Halloween. Um, they, of course, have a bunch of Loungefly bags and backpacks and purses and whatnot. Um, but they also have an entire little bit of line of an entire little bit of line. There's a line. <laughs> Of skeleton dance so outfits. Cool. Oh I my love god, that. it's so freaking cute. So they have um, sweatshirts for both men and women, um, and it's kind of like just the. It looks like it's wrapped around your body, kind of in the like your torso, and it's just the skeletons dancing all the way around you. It's so adorable. And best um, they colors. also came out with a black huh? and white. Who doesn't love those colors? Those are like the best colors. Right. Exactly. Um, they also have a jean, like a denim jacket with um, the skeleton dance on it as well. So freaking cute. I can't even stand it. Um, and then they have a another backpack coming out with, um, it says Kiss the Bride, and it's Constance the Bride from the Haunted Mansion on it. So that's nice to have her showcase there, along with a purple, like a light purple and dark purple cardigan, like a long, like trench type of cardigan. Super cute. Um, and then they have a bunch of other fun stuff like mugs and, of course, new mini ears and Mickey ears. Um, but my favorite is the Oogie Boogie Minnie Mouse ears. They're very cool. Um, it has, like, a black and white striped bow in the middle, which obviously is, like, pulling uh, Jack Skellington vibes with a dice right in the middle. And then the two ears, like, one has the big pinwheel that is spinning with, like, the voodoo stuff on it. Cute. And then the other one is Oogie Boogie with bats flying around him. It's just really cute. You have to see it. Um, what else they have here? They have, oh, they have the walking zero toy notated on the halfway to Halloween. I'm pretty sure they've already had that, right? Yeah, I think that's like a, a I guess a fan favorite that comes back. The one okay. that I love, and I hope they bring it back at um, at both parks, is the little pal that goes on your shoulder. I had purchased oh, yeah. one 
from when we went to Disney World, I think. And he lights up a little zero dog from Nightmare Before Christmas. And you magnetize him to your shoulder. He lights up. And then I put it at the top of my Christmas tree as my star later that season. Oh, oh that's perfect. <laughs> oh, I love these souvenirs that you could use in your regular life yes, stuff too. Yes, multi-use. All about it's it. always good. Um, and then lastly for merch, they have a bunch of Mickey pumpkin merch, which we've seen a lot of in the past, but they have even new, uh, newer items coming out with uh, the same items as well, or the same Mickey pumpkin. I don't even know how to say that. I'm losing my words, you guys. Here we go. All right. Next up, discuss TikTok live, Mike. I want to chat with this or chat about this with you because you nailed it. So we all knew that this very important exclusive TikTok live was coming up. They were really pumping it off in their like PR stuff. <laughs> and we're like, all right, we have to tune in for this TikTok live. They're going to like announce a bunch of stuff that they haven't announced yet. And then like the same day, but morning of they announced a ton of halfway to Halloween stuff, like all the stuff we thought we'd ever see even more came out and we're like, well, what are they going to do on this TikTok live? And Mike's like, they're probably just going to have some millennial guy hosting it and telling us the same stuff we've already seen. 100% correct. 100% exactly what it was. However, of course, they were in the parks, and so they got to like do some walkthroughs. They went to the Tower of Terror and the Haunted Mansion, and that was pretty cool. They even walked us through um, the like what we call the secret entrance for the Haunted Mansion, or the service entrance is what they actually called it, the parks. So it was cute. Um, they also had some Imagineers in there talking about like creating the attractions. And Abby Irvine, who I haven't seen her appear anywhere yet, but she is actually the granddaughter of Leota Tombs. So we've seen, oh. if you're familiar, um, Madame Leota from the Haunted Mansion is an Imagineer named Leota Tombs. She does the face and the voice. And then um, her daughter, Kim Irvine, is an Imagineer, and she's very popular Imagineer um, and she kind of does a lot of the work including she's also the uh, Madame Leota during the holiday season and now Abby Irvine third generation in is also helping out with things in Imagineering so I didn't know that she was an Imagineer wow. she's even old enough yet family business right so that was really cool so she walked us through the Haunted Mansion and she's like talking about that's her grandma and stuff and it was pretty funny to <laughs> see that <laughs> very cute um and then it was really cool, too. They had um, the owner of Gideon's come on and talk real quick about the halfway to Halloween items that were going to be coming out of Gideon's. Uh, and if you are not a Disney World person, Gideon's is like the most amazing cookie place you'll ever go to in your entire life. Not just the cookies are amazing. The entire experience of going into Gideon's is beautiful. You can never replicate the smell. It's like the best thing ever. Like if you could like take fresh baked cookies at home and amp it up by like a hundred like that's how Gideon smells and it's just this like spooky pretty shop it's really 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 cool so he kind of came on and talked about Gideon's for a little bit and gave us the lowdown on the new um, products coming out so that was really neat so Disney but, Springs has Gideon's when do you think downtown Disney's ever going to get a Gideon's I don't know I mean they're not a Disney company so Disney does not own them um, and they only have two locations in total. They have one in, uh, like another area of Orlando. I'm not sure, like the district area and then one in Disney Springs and that's it. And they uh. don't ship. So you have to like go to them. Um, but yeah, I mean, Disney should definitely buy them out. They've got like their 
marketing and everything is done so well. They have these like, they're like mixed in with art and baking and coffee. Like they have all these things that they're just really, really good at. Um, and it fits right into the Disney vibe. Like everything is very themed and it makes you feel like you're transported to a new spot when you just go into this cookie shop. Like who would think? But it really is like that. So um, yeah, they should buy them. I would love that because I would love to have getting cookies like every single day of my life. Which would be dangerous, but delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that was it for TikTok Live. Kind of redundant, but still kind of cool. Well, there is also other news in the park, uh, non-Halloween related, that has come out over the last couple of weeks. Over at Disneyland, the Tarzan's Treehouse entrance has officially been um, t- announced as gone. And it's going to be moving so that there's more space, right? And I thought something was really interesting when I was looking further into who was working on the Tarzan Treehouse renovation, which, you know, the rumors are still strong that it will be an Encanto overlay, but we truly don't know officially yet. But Kim Irvine, who you were just talking about, the mother of Abby Irvine, right? She, yeah. the Kim Irvine, the Imagineer, the great Imagineer, is the Imagineer working on this project. So we've seen... Um, Great Imagineers get handed dookies that they've polished so good. And the first one I'm thinking of is Joe Rohde when he was handed Halloween. I mean Halloween. When he was handed Tower of Terror to flip it over into Guardians of the Galaxy. And that's like the hardest challenge and he did it. So who knows what Kim Irvine's going to get up to with this treehouse. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, like... Like like how you're saying, like I feel like they've just been doing such a good job lately. I have pretty much full trust in Imagineers. I'm having less trust in operations and logistics, <laughs> but like <laughs> yeah. I have my full trust in them. And when they redid the Matterhorn and then when they did re, uh, Alice in Wonderland over, it was great. They're so yeah. great. Like I love all the updates, and it's like I don't feel like I lost something or they didn't care about the fans or the nostalgia. Like they keep all of that and enhance it somehow. So like I, I have high hopes. Cool. All right. And we'll let's, let's just be honest that needed a revamp anyways. Yeah. And, and the, as much as the um, immersion of that giant tree stump entrance was cool, it was a, a bit of a traffic jam. Right. Spot, right. Oh, in this is spot. a good topic too. We were talking about this recently and I, I have an issue with this, not this one specific, but I feel like if we remove all of our roadblocks, it's going to look ugly. Like they've already, to me personally, they removed so much in front of the Haunted Mansion. Like those planters, they've moved so many of those things. And it's like the moment when there's nobody there, it looks like barren. Yeah. It's just like kind of yeah. ugly. Like so one of the most beautiful things about Disneyland is the intimacy of it. Like you feel like you're in this little place and it's like everything is beautiful and magical and you can twist and turn around and see what's around the corner but now it's just going to kind of be wide open so hopefully we like pause at some point and not ruin all that yeah like not take all of it away Uh, and and it doesn't sound like they are banking on having empty what's the word paths anytime soon it's just so packed that you don't even get to see the beauty of it all you see is strollers and crowds so i do miss these uh covid days when there was very low capacity i know that was a unique time for sure it is we're gonna be talking about that for decades to come 
And that's um, even another point that you bring up with the crowds is when they don't have roadblocks, then it's just a sea of people. And that also is unattractive. Yes, right? I don't like, like that. I don't like it at all. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not a big fan. I, I almost rather have some crowds than have Disneyland looking sad, not like more universal. Like that's how universal feels to me. Like all those big cement, like giant pathways yeah, it's just like not. Themed. And the front of the front of Epcot is just like that too. <laughs> yes, yeah. You're there's totally like no right. shade. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and people say that a lot about Disneyland versus Disney World too. They'll say like, Disneyland just felt like a hug. Like I felt like I was like in this like place that was very intimate. And so I'm like, yeah, can we keep that please? Thanks. Ah, yeah, yeah. Well, some other revamping is going on at the resort as well. Uh, Paradise Pier has confirmed that they are going to be remodeling with a Pixar theme, which I think a lot of us sniffed out early. However, they've given us more details. Um, and then it is also going to be an upscale look similar to the Marvel Hotel at in uh, Disneyland Paris, which is super nice and fancy and kind of bougie, right? So like, to see that not only we're getting an actual theme for Paradise Pier Hotel and a name change likely, it'll also like be fancier, which is pretty cool because yeah, that hotel's be, really really nice. It'll be a, a welcoming change to help it connect to the neighboring park and land right, as well. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that new entrance over there—that'd be that'd be nice. Um, and then downtown Disney, there was the AMC theaters over there, and that's all cleared out now. If you've seen a lot of people have been posting videos from the monorail, it's just like this giant dirt patch behind a wall. It's like really big, and they have announced that they were are going to be making new, um, like kind of like a strip mall area in that section. So we're going to get a lot of new shops and restaurants, um, and it's going to be like a new modern mid-century modern look. So like new style but that vibe of mid-century modern if that makes sense like really sleek and sharp edges and um yeah and it looks really nice um however they seem to be blending it a little too roughly down the line they're trying to even have ralph brennan's like <laughs> add to the same theme and i'm like how are you gonna do new orleans restaurant yeah mid-century i, modern? Like, I gotta work. say that that uh, the concept art of ralph brennan's seemed like a downgrade to me, but I, I guess this is where they've been going with all of their designs lately. Even yeah, the even new, Tomorrowland, right? The Tomorrowlands, all the new Disney um, theme park, Disney stores, so World of Disney, everything. The just DVC kind of... Hotel at Disney, the DVC Tower. Oh yeah, DVC Tower at Disneyland um, Hotel. Connections, Creations, all that stuff at Epcot, the new stuff. Yeah. The Polynesian Resort expansion. It's this very like corporate but it can't really grow old they so they think look but i right. bet you they thought that about the contemporary in 1970 something when it was built. <laughs> and that's my worry is that this might still look outdated rather than them going full-on crazy theme like the ralph brennan's now or before it was demolished was you know it was like cartoony and bright and colorful so. Yeah, it's almost safer to try to replicate something in the past right i guess well mid-century modern is in the past so I don't know, it's hard to do, but it's so fitting to the theme. And if they just make everything kind of standard, it's kind of boring. Yeah. I was looking at old <sighs> pictures of World of Disney and how cute it was, like with the giant like figures everywhere, like Donald Duck and the 
Huey, Dewey, and Louie and like this giant airship, and then there's like genie coming out of the ground. Uh, it felt so Disney. It I, I gotta admit, it did look dated, like '90s. But I don't know right. if, if the the new aesthetic is is better or worth the replacement. But we'll see. Maybe huh. we'll get used to yeah, it over we'll time. See. It'll, I'm sure it'll look nice regardless, just kind of like, oh, we could do this anywhere. Yeah. Again, exactly. right? It's like it doesn't feel different than a regular bougie shopping mall. <laughs> um, all right. And then over in DCA, we have seen some new friends coming out to see us. I, well, one of them is a friend. One of them is not a friend. <laughs> if anybody has seen the Multiverse of Madness yet, Doctor Strange uh, the day of that it was released, Wanda, a.k.a. Scarlet Witch, came out to meet everybody. She's super crazy. Watch out for her, because <laughs> all the, I gotta say, the no spoilers. Actress, um, the actress, or the cast member who's playing her is is really good, but she she makes this face. I, I keep seeing the same one. Oh my god, I love it. I noticed it too. Yeah, she like, like makes this frowny kind of face to make sure, I guess, that she looks more like Elizabeth Olsen. I'm not sure exactly why. It, it works, but it's noticeable and odd. I noticed it too. I was like, what's she doing with her mouth? Yeah. <laughs> it's like RBF. But she RBF. looks a lot like her. Like she's, she's nailing the look for sure. Totally, totally. Um, and then the other character that also came out same day was America Chavez, who's another character that we meet in Doctor Strange. So Yay. I love, 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 love that Avengers Campus can do this, like be so on top of all these new characters. I really wish Galaxy's Edge would do the same thing. <laughs> Very neat. They um, announced other stuff. It keeps on coming. So Lion King... Um, is now being adapted yet again into another live show. Uh, this time it's going to be sort of like a 2.0 version of the Lion King mini show they had at DCA uh, a while back that was in front of Paradise Pier or Pixar Pier. And um, so they're taking that, turning it into a full-on live show and plugging it into Fantasyland Theater at Disneyland. What do you think about that? I think it's fine. I mean, I think Mickey in the Mag Magical Map had seen its days, so ready for a new show. Um, I think it's fine. I'm I'm okay with it. I don't do know why I'm so it? up in arms about it. I think I'm I think I'm alone oh. in this. <laughs> I'm actually I'm Wait, not up in arms. Why are you? I didn't even know you were. What's going on? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually not up in arms. I'm just kind of like what? It was another weird left field thing to me, sort of like the Haunted Mansion movie. Where I was like, nobody asked for this. Okay, nobody asked for any more <laughs> Lion King anything. Um, strangely enough, there's no Lion King dark ride, and I would be there. I would have that. I'd be. I'd like that. But there's no um, shortage of live entertainment. We got Kite Tales. We got a national tour. We have Lion King like in every major city. The Broadway version by Julie Taymor in Vegas, New York, L.A. They have the cruise ships that have Lion King live. And, I mean, there's there's more that I can't even think of. And so when they announced this, I just was – it was just strange to me. I thought this doesn't belong in Fantasyland. Um, who was – I was I had my operations business hat on. I was like, what team was wasting their time working on this? And how long have they spent working on this? This is not anything that we need right now. Um, <laughs> So I did post because we always love to hear what other fans think. So what other fans think. So I posted this on our Instagram um, and learned a lot of things. So because it is based off of 
more of that storytelling style of storytellers telling the story of Lion King versus an adaptation of the animals. So people are uh, saying that meh, the characters won't be in it. There are a couple of comments like that, that people are disappointed that you won't see the characters, uh, which if you do want something like that, um, I know you and I have been to Festival Lion King at Animal Kingdom, and that's a really fun show. That's literally the colorful yeah. characters, giant animatronics, singing, dancing, acrobats, all that. Um, that is not this at all. So this is like a storytelling version on a stage. It reminds me of something that would... Um, roll up into like a high school or not even high school like elementary like lunch program when we would have those (laughs) oh my goodness um and then more people we have courtney on here she says pretty done with lion king honestly saw this version of the show when it was at dca um another sentiment there someone said yeah already saw this at pantages so that was the broadway version when it was on tour in los angeles um there's also the flip side of that we have people um, here that say, hey, I love the Lion King Broadway show and am looking forward to this version of it. So people are also excited. Um, we're going to see. We're going to see how that is. I don't see myself running back there anytime soon. I enjoyed the magical map. I think I saw it maybe maybe twice. Um, but yeah, I'm not too excited about Lion King. But hey, that's a people eater too, right? You can get a lot of people in that auditorium. Yeah. I guess you're you're bringing a lot of stuff to light for me because I did watch the one in DCA and it was fine however a storytelling type of thing like that almost feels intimate again I'm going to use that word again intimate it almost feels like it should be a smaller thing yeah you know what I mean yeah like, like a little campfire where they're or speaking directly to you and it's like the group like sitting around a campfire almost like that vibe yeah and like instead of a big show so I'm curious to see how it will adapt to a stage show like a big stage um and if they'll be using like utilizing all the screens i'm curious um and the fact that you said and i was thinking it right as you said it and i was like it is kind of weird that it's in fantasy land <laughs> <And you're> like, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't belong in fantasy i was like shit it's totally not supposed to be there it should be like adventureland or frontier somewhere like there's not lions running around in Fantasyland. Yeah, like that. You it's know so what I mean? like, weird. Like, I don't even think of that cartoon with Fantasyland. Like, it's usually, like, princesses and magic stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which brought me back to being like, oh, Mickey and the Magical, Magical Map was a great fit for that. that yeah, space. That feels it was. It was sort of like, um, you know how Disney World <laughs> Magic Kingdom has the Philharmonic in their Fantasyland? I felt like yeah. the, the Magical Map Mickey show was totally like that. And it was right. okay. It was okay. Shoot. So we'll okay, see. Maybe maybe it side. is. Well, actually, I'm trying to talk myself into thinking it's temporary, but they said this is replacing Mickey and the Magical Map. So what? no, it is not a temporary thing, and it's and it's coming. And there we go. And Lion King fans, rejoice! I am happy for you all. Um, right. There was other. <laughs> there were some other questions that we asked our Instagram followers and podcast listeners about. One of them was about the return of dancing particularly your favorite like when are we going to get swing dancing back officially in the parks and do people want it back and it was a resounding 100 percent approval from everybody that they want dancing back everybody wants it back 
And I always like to mention, even if you're shy and you don't like to dance, I love just watching people dance. It's so cool. I was just going to say that, like, it just is this weird little thing that happens. And, like, that's how I got into swing dancing was because of this thing that goes on at Disneyland. Like, 100% the reason I even thought about getting into Disneyland or into swing dancing. And it's just nice, like, you're you're running through the parks and then all of a sudden you walk by the swing dancing area and you're, you're like, it almost makes you pause and be like, you feel like hectic, like you got to get to Big Thunder or wherever you're headed. But then you're just like, there's these people like just dancing and having a great time listening to a live band. It's like right? the park so you, is like alive, those, like living and breathing. Yeah, it's yeah. like one of those moments where you realize there's so much more to Disneyland than just the attractions. It's like, oh, <laughs> so good. Okay, so I did just say it was a resounding 100%, but I'm looking at the final results of our Instagram poll and there are people who are just not fans. They are not fans of the swing dancing to the point where they found like the, a certain place in that slider, you know, where you could say you're excited or not excited on Instagram. And some uh-huh. people like slid it like at like 70%. Um, somebody found like this 50 to 60% like l- little line. They really wanted to make sure that we knew that they didn't love it or hate it, but they were like teetering on the fans. And the person with the lowest score, almost at the bottom, Uh-oh, doesn't call think someone out right now. That Disney, Disney, I should bring swing dancing back. Is my mom? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out at Lisa Az over here. I don't Lisa, know <laughs> I thought what she the heck, would love man? that. I thought she would love it. Um, the other thing we asked people was about the actual dance parties, and that happened over at DCA. We had put together a really fun Instagram reel of uh, some of the raver days back at Disneyland. And then we put out a poll saying if people want those dance parties back. Now, this is the one that was 100% across the board. People are excited. What the heck? And would love that, except for one very special person, also a Patreon member. And I won't (laughs) say her name, but we'll talk to her. In a couple of weeks. Oh, we're going to have to have an intervention here. Yeah, I'd like what to know. What's going on? You know who you are. <laughs> Why don't you want these dance parties? They were so fun. I'm very surprised that people would vote for the dance party over swing dancing. And the reason why, because the swing dancing ain't hurting anybody. That's like way over in the corner. <laughs> it's tiny. The dance party is like, if you go, if you happen to even freaking step foot in that area, which nobody does, which is why they should bring it back, (laughs) but it's dead over there. But if you happen to want to go over there to Monsters, Inc. for just the enjoyment of that, you're like walking through a rave to get there. So like, and you could hear it everybody's okay um, with that. Like by the time you're over into the end of Buena Vista Street in front of the Carthay Circle, you could already hear the oomts, 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 oomts of the of the <laughs> rave boy back yeah. there. <laughs> so one day maybe they'll bring that back. Who knows? Um, over that would be fun. At, that area uh, is not utilized well. It's not. It's not. No. I have some cool Epcot news. Do you have anything else from Disneyland that's going on? No. No. So over at Epcot, they are also trying to figure out how to use underutilized space. So that whole future world is being rebranded to all these different lands. Um, And there's this large section of the center of Epcot that they're calling Communicore 
Plaza and Communicore Hall. And this was where they're going, where they were going to put this really cool, like elevated viewing area and festival center, um, all this cool stuff. Of course, that got scrapped, budget and JPEG and COVID, but they are still creating this really unique, open, flexible space that they can then take festivals that are happening over at World Showcase and sort of pull them down so that the festivals feel more like a park-wide event. So we're talking art and wine, um, flower and garden, all that kind of fun stuff is going to be more featured prominently in the front of Epcot once they build this new festival section out. So that's going to be pretty exciting. I think if they could figure out how to do this properly, and really utilize the space, they can do some really, really, really cool things. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sad to hear that the like park thing is going to be gone now, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bummed out. Yeah, I was excited to like see a new like hangout area in that space because how you said earlier is just like open air and there's yeah. like nothing going on up there. So having like a nice spot to like go to where you want to like stay for a bit that would be yeah. pretty awesome. It looks like they're going to it's a, it's a watered down version of that park. It just doesn't look as um sort of architecturally uh pleasing as the concept art. Now it just looks a little bit more like like we said earlier sort of like that run of the mill like city park, but still nice looking. I I do wish they had that elevated park that you're saying. And uh, yeah. I think the Walt Disney statue is still going to be there somewhere. It's just not going to be as cool. Hopefully as the they can't are. cut that after they promise that, right? <laughs> I, I think the problem is, if, if I'm correct, that whole top, the whole top part of the thing, of the park was really connected to that. I think it was called Dreamer's Point, and he's the statue of Dreamer's Point. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Thanks. We'll see. They'll, they'll figure it out. But I caramba. I caramba. Um, quick pause. Did you see my message? Yeah. We have Scott at six. And we're also at an hour and a half. So what do you want to do? Sheesh, Louise. I know. We talk um, too much. <laughs> actually, we're we're at the end, whereas those, those last blue things, I could move. Definitely. Okay. And then... Do you want to move? We could move the Moon Knight stuff to next time, like you were saying on the text. Okay. Yeah. So... We would just need to still... If we still want to record Doctor Strange tonight, we could after oh yeah see i'm already over it i should have taken you up on doing it right away i have um, i have notes so i don't mind waiting we can record that one tomorrow after we re record with morgan that would be good okay yeah okay and then so for the rest of this episode do you want to just finish we only have a few minutes do you want to finish up with fan reactions to that and then we can wrap it up and then we'll do the rest on a future episode I put that there, and I don't know where. I don't think I got any fan reactions. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> why don't I? Why don't I end it with? Because uh, we tried to. We need to wrap it, right? Yeah. Uh, I'll do that. Booked a WDW trip. Will it stick? Okay. Perfect. And then, um, did you? It doesn't matter. It's, it's okay because this is new. Did you? Ha do you have a recap ready in your mind? Um, I was just gonna like ad lib it. Okay. Yeah. Let's try it. Let's try out. it. So I'll do the WD okay. trip, and then you take it from there, and then I'll. Thanks for listening. Perfect. Speaking of Epcot, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is 
in full swing soft opening. My FOMO has hit 110% to the point where the other night I rebooked a Walt Disney World trip. I had one <laughs> for Guardians <laughs> that I didn't get the early access, uh, but I had it booked for opening day and I got rid of my hotel, everything, because I was just mad. And then I rebooked it all just the other night because I have extreme FOMO. The question is, will it stick? Will I still go? We will find out in a few weeks. But as of now, I might be going to see Cosmic Rewind in person. And I got um, everything's booked, like a lot of the hotels and stuff. So I'm actually staying at um, at a non-DVC property, but on Disney. And I will be there after it officially opens. So I'm, I'll be able to test out like, hey, how is their virtual queue going? And how does Lightning Lane work? All that kind of stuff. So there's that. Nice. Nice. Well, I will cross my fingers for you, and then I'm very sad that I can't go. So I'll have double FOMO. Thanks, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) At least you could watch the uh, spoilers through our own content. There's spoilers everywhere. Everybody's posting. Yeah, I've been avoiding them so far, and I can't. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. (coughs) Excuse me. Okay. Dang. Well, anyway. With that said, we have talked about so much today, and I could just talk your ear off, Mike, and everyone else who's listening, but today we talked about things like halfway to Halloween, which, like, I'm so excited for Halloween this year, because we have a lot planned already. Um, We went over the May the 4th Star Wars night at Disneyland After Dark. We talked about other things going on in Epcot and things going on in both of the Disneyland Resort Parks. So much to be excited about. What are you feeling? Are you feeling good about all these updates? I am back to being a non-pandemic Disney fan. There's so much to do. There's so much to do. <laughs> There's I so much it. to do. Like almost more to do, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, thank you everybody for listening. We do hope you enjoyed episode 84 of the Disney Holic Show. Follow us on social media at the Disney Holics. And if you want to get in touch with us, send us a message on Instagram or email us at fanmail at the Disneyholics.com. Okay, bye. Disneyland.